0: Hey there, future friends, that's right, it is time for my spoiler-free Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness review, but please remember, the first half of the show is 100% spoiler-free, but the second half after the break, I will be talking spoilers, so you do have a couple warnings before that starts. So fear not, I'm not going to ruin anything for you. You are listening to Future Flicks with Billiam. Welcome to the show, everyone. That's right. I went and saw Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness at 11 a.m. And you know what? I think that is a really good time to see movies. I got to see the movie. I got out of the theater before it got too late. So there's still plenty of time to do stuff in the day, like record this episode. And even though a lot of the showings were sold out, the 11 a.m. only had about seven people in it. But anyway, let me start talking about the film. So, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness got a nationwide release this week. And the official premise is Doctor Stephen Strange casts a forbidden spell that opens the doorway to the multiverse, including alternate versions of himself whose threat to humanity is too great for the combined forces of Strange, Wong, and Wanda Maximoff. This stars Band-Aid Cargo Loader, Elizabeth Olsen, Chiwetel Ejiofor, benedict wong and rachel mcadams from previous mcu movies and the official newcomer that we all know about is patrick stewart if you've ever listened to one of these reviews before you really know how this is going to go i'm going to give you a overall review not going into any detail and then in the spoiler section i'm just going to pick on like two or three really cool things about the movie that would be a huge spoiler but let me tell you something right now, in case you don't get to finish the episode before you see the movie. While I won't tell you what it is, I will tell you that if you do really, really have to pee, the post-credit stinger is not super important. It's fun, but it's not super important. The mid-credit scene is important. If you do stick around to the spoiler-filled section, I will tell you exactly what happens, but for now we'll leave it there. And what did I think about the movie? That's the question now. That's the, that's the million dollar question. And I'm of two minds on this one. And I feel like more and more, this is how I feel about MCU movies, is that I like it for the greater good of the MCU. I like it what it means for the movies moving forward. I like it for the fan service, not fan service in a sexual way, mind you, just fan service in a comic lover way. That was really good. Even the small theater I was in had visceral reactions to the surprises on screen, and even the surprises we knew were coming, that is to say, why Patrick Stewart is listed, even that was cool. Something would happen, or someone would appear, and people reacted. Do you remember what it was like? And this is a spoiler for Endgame, so if you haven't seen Endgame, why why are you listening to this? But just in case... Do you remember, in the theater, when Cap picked up Mjolnir, how cool it was? And when he says, Avengers assemble, and everyone assembles behind him, the theater I saw it in erupted. I think that is one of the best things about Marvel movies. Because even if the individual movies are really cool, like I really liked Black Panther. I really did. I really liked Shang-Chi. Captain Americas were cool so on and so forth but when these big events happen it's on a different level infinity war endgame civil war no way home doctor strange and the multiverse of madness these are the event movies these are the movies where the cool stuff happens where the stuff we really remember and talk about happen but here's the downside as a movie on its own Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is just okay. It's just okay. If it wasn't for the broader scope of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, this movie would not be that good. But within the context of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, this was really cool. So as for the overall story, uh, I can't give too many details because the, the one provided by Disney, or the official one that at least was on IMDb, is wrong, kind of. And unfortunately, I can't pick out and tell you how it's wrong without giving key plot details away. So of course, staying vague, the plot was, it was very predictable. If you are familiar enough with Marvel, you will know where this is gonna go from the very beginning. Nothing plot-wise surprised me. Normally, a predictable story would bother me, but just the sheer fact on how awesome a lot of the other stuff was just brought this movie from mediocre to good. The sheer excitement I felt from this movie made it all worth it. While there were times in the movie that I did get bored, the surprises that popped up made it all worth it. What's really bothering me is that there is something I really want to talk about, and I think it's important towards the movie but I'm going to have to wait until the spoiler part of the show. The best performance in the movie goes to Elizabeth Olsen, but of course she has the most to work with. Look at everything that happened in WandaVision. Everything that happened in this show, or in that show, still matters. Even if the plot isn't specifically about that, she still carries it all with her. The good news is, no one in this movie was bad. There was not a moment where I was just thinking, really, this is who they pick? But that's something that Disney and Marvel does really well. They know who to cast. So yes, Elizabeth Olsen was the most impressive, but like I said, she had the most to work with. And at this point, I do realize I missed someone. So Chil Gomez plays America Chavez. America Chavez, if you don't know from the comics, is Miss America, but who is she going to be in the MCU? I won't tell you, at least not in this section. So let me wrap this up by saying and reiterating what I've said a couple times now, is that within the confines of the MCU, within the bigger picture, this is a good movie, this is a fun movie, this is well worth your time, well worth your time in theaters, because it is a visual spectacle, it's beautiful, it looks great, even if you're not a huge comic book fan, even if you just know these characters through the MCU, it is a good movie because I think even the surprises would be something that you would understand if you don't know a lot of comic lore. This is going to be a fun movie to watch, no matter your history with the comics, as long as you are familiar with the MCU, which you should be at this point, you'll have a good time and maybe even feel that wonderful excitement when something really cool happens in one of these movies. It's a truly unique experience, and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness gets an 8 out of 11. Well, my future friends, this is it for the spoiler-free part of the show. If you want to keep it spoiler-free, then please stop here. But after the ads end, we get into the spoilers. So this is your last warning. Are you looking for a nerd podcast that touches on every walk of nerd culture? Well, look no further. Somewhat Nerdy Radio is the podcast for you. We cover nerd culture, news, new movie reviews, bad movie reviews, video games, comics, with sprinkles of nerdy nostalgia throughout. Somewhat Nerdy Radio is a flagship podcast of the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Find us on every podcast app or stream it on somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. Hi, I'm Lisa. And I'm Robbie. And we host a show called We're We're doing Doing Fine. We're friends from across the ocean. I'm from Scotland. And I'm from California. Join us every week as we chat about biscuits... You mean cookies. Brexit. Whatever's going on here. Who knows? Almost dying. Why we're single. Popular culture. And basically everything and anything that can distract us from this postmodern hellscape we're all living in. Because we're We're doing doing fine. All right. Welcome back to the show. This is your final warning. Spoilers from here on out in three, two, one. Oh, my God. So there was that rumor that we were going to see John Krasinski and Tom Cruise, and there were a couple ideas on what John Krasinski could be. Uh, the first was Captain America, because it was rumored that he was on the shortlist to play Captain America, and the other was Mr. Fantastic. But that was mainly based on the fan casting of him as Mr. Fantastic. Uh, it, it was a big deal that countless people online wanted him and Emily Blunt as Mr. Fantastic and Invisible Woman. And while I do think that would be great casting, Emily Blunt... I believe, said otherwise. Of course, we know that doesn't really mean anything. She could still do it and be trying to get us off the trail. But seeing John Krasinski come in as Mr. Fantastic blew my mind. So yes, it was the Illuminati. We were right. I do say we, even though I talked about it on the show, because I was far from the only person that had that idea. Because trust me, if I ever think I'm the only one that had an idea, I will 100% claim that. But now I have a question for you. It's something I've been wondering. If you listened to the last episode, if you listened to the one where I talked about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness before I actually saw it, when I talked about it on the normal show, I told you my guess that Wanda would destroy the Illuminati, leaving it open for us to, in the MCU, now know what the Illuminati is. So in that episode, I did say that I thought Wanda would destroy the Illuminati, and I turned out to be right. Do you view that as a spoiler? Because I said on the show, and I bet others have done this too on on other shows or other blogs or other YouTube videos, what they think was going to happen. Do you count that as spoiler-ish? Because even though we didn't know, those of us with enough knowledge of the movies and the comic books can see where it's going and make an educated guess. Would you rather not I say things like that on the show? Just throwing that question out there, answer however you wish, if you wish. But back to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So the foreshadowing in this film wasn't very good. I think it was a little too obvious because right in the beginning, we see America Chavez and another universe's Doctor Strange trying to get this book of Ashanti, this book of, uh, of good, basically, the other side of the Darkhold, what was it called? Yes, I just looked it up, the Darkhold. So those two are trying to get it, and Doctor Strange can't defeat whatever this bad guy is so to stop whoever is behind all this we know it's wanda but to stop whoever's behind all this he decides to take america chavez's powers for himself killing her so that way at least the bad guys don't get it so then we know that our doctor strange the mcu doctor strange is going to come up with a very similar dilemma somehow because then at the end doctor strange has opened the dark hold He's using the dreamwalking to inhabit the dreams of the dead Doctor Strange. Of the Doctor Strange from the beginning. And then America Chavez offers herself to him, realizing that she has no way out and it is better for at least the good side to win. And then Doctor Strange is like, no, believe in yourself. I almost audibly groaned at the ending. Because really, not only was a foreshadowing so obvious but it's gonna end with a believe in yourself the powers in you the whole time it's just cheesy and i get it with comic books and superpowers in general belief in yourself is a big deal that's what spider-man 2 was about peter parker had to find his groove again but even though it's understandable didn't make it cheesy but let's talk about what this movie is really about And this movie is really about two things. It's about opening up the MCU fully. The Disney Plus TV shows helped to do that, of course, but this is going to be the movie version of that happening. But it's also still about grief. Remember, WandaVision was about grief, about this woman who lost the love of her life. Not only that, had to kill him for the greater good, just to have him brought back to life and killed again so she had to watch him die twice and she was the cause of one of those deaths that and broke her mind so bad that she went to westview new jersey and just committed a terrible crime on the entire population And then when the show ends, it's not like she's magically cured. It's not like she's like, okay, I went through all that depression gone. Now, not only does she not have the love of her life, but her children are gone. And she knows, she knows that her children are out there because the dark hold told her, at least that's what I'm assuming happened because she heard her kids' voices hinting that there are other universes out there. So this is what happens after that. This is the culmination of everything that happened to her after WandaVision. She did not get better. It is not all happily ever after. She is still mentally ill dealing with this. And that is why she stopped it. Not, not Dr. Strange, not America Chavez. This is why she stopped it. And that is why America Chavez is so smart, because she realized what was going on. Wanda wasn't just someone that needed to be defeated. She wasn't just someone that needed to be put down like a rabid dog. She did terrible things, but she is someone grieving, someone who can be reasoned with the right way and who can bring her out of that but the people she's looking for, her children. So remember, in the film, or if you haven't seen the film, you don't care about spoilers, in the film, Wanda dreamwalks to another dimension because Strange and America Chavez are there in, in a, t- a completely different earth and she dreamwalks into the her of that world who's living with her kids looking like she has a great life takes her over and then chases after them so America Chavez knows what she has to do she opens a portal to the same house with the same people in it so Wanda can see her kids and see that her kids are terrified of her that her kids don't recognize her Not just because she's a Wanda from a different world, but but because of what she did. And then she sees them try to protect their mom and how far they'll go and how much they love her hits Wanda right where it hurts. Only Wanda can stop Wanda. This movie is the culmination, the end of Wanda's story of grief. And I think it's a really important one to tell. Because I think that's something that the MCU a few times has done really well, is showing bad guys who have reasons other than, I'm just being a bad guy. Loki is a fantastic character. I mean, he was being an asshole just to be an asshole, but he also had a lot of issues with not feeling like he belonged, with feeling like he wasn't really part of the family, with feeling like he didn't deserve anything, and having to prove that and lashing out. We had Killmonger, who sees the awful way africans are treated across the world especially in america how african-americans are treated and looking back at wakanda going we have this rich prosperous country this haven for people like us but they're not doing anything they are sitting silent so his goal was to open wakanda's eyes to the rest of the world which he did do in the mcu we also have Baron Zemo, who is 100% out for revenge for watching his family get murdered with what happened in Zekovia. So Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is another one of the movies that's going to go up there with having a really great, really memorable villain, especially with the fact that we have seen Wanda's downfall. We watched it happen. We met her. And how her whole life has been tragedy. She lost her brother, she lost the love of her life, she lost her kids, and now she lost her life. Wanda is one of the deepest and most well-written characters in the MCU. And unfortunately, she gets a lot of hate from a lot of toxic comic and movie fans just because she's a woman. But the good news is, if you listen to me, you're probably not like that because I've probably said something to piss you off by now. And you know what? Good riddance to those people. So for the rest of you, what do you think of Wanda's storyline? Do you think it was do you think it was a good one? Understandable? Or even though it was understandable, even though it was about something that a lot of people can relate to, it went on too long? Let me know what you think. So let's talk a little more about the Illuminati before we wrap this up. So we saw Black Bolt, leader of the Inhumans. We saw Captain Carter, not Captain America, Captain Carter. We get Captain Marvel who is Maria Rambo, not Man- Monica Rambo, but Maria Rambo, played by Lashana Lynch? Mordo's on there because Doctor Strange in that universe is dead. Professor X is on there in his iconic yellow hover wheelchair, and John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. I loved this. I love the fact that we saw them and that they were all killed because that doesn't mean we will never see them again. Thanks to the multiverse, we could see them all again, just different versions. We can see Maria Rambo again. We can see Captain Carter again. Patrick Stewart can just wheel right on into the next move if he wants. If they do a Fantastic Four and they do pick John Krasinski, it could just be the MCU's Mr. Fantastic. We can see them all again, or it was just fan service and we never see them again. And when these characters are then introduced into the MCU, they're played by someone else, but... Disney and Marvel scratched that itch for us. So even though Doctor Strange 2 didn't specifically set up other movies, the MCU can now go anywhere. And I think that is so cool. They can bring in old characters. One of the original X-Men from the 2000s movie. Let's see, what year was that released? It was 2000. I'm so smart. I just remember that I was in summer school when it came out. And it was going to be my senior year. But any of them could show up in the MCU now. And I think that's what's so great about this movie because now it could literally go anywhere. There are rumors of them wanting to do another Andrew Garfield and another Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Now MCU. They could get the original X-Men cast back together. They can get the original Fantastic Four cast together and make a good movie with them. It's all now MCU. I wonder if the rest of you, Kind of see what I saw with this movie, where, and I'm just going to say it again, as a movie, it was mediocre, but within the confines of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it was really good. Do you agree? Disagree? Just let me know. So before we go, let's talk about that mid credit scene and who the fuck that was, because I had no idea. And it's not often the MCU can stump me, but it does happen because I'm not a huge comic book fan. But I had to look it up and this character played by Charlize Theron is Clea who is a another sorcerer from the dark dimension. She's actually Dormammu's niece. Remember Dormammu the bad guy from the first Doctor Strange movie? But then again, we can't count on those relationships still carrying over to the MCU. Just look at the Eternals. I think it was Angelina Jolie's character that was supposed to be um Thanos's sister or mother, I-, I forgot which one. So Clea can dimension hop, so now Doctor Strange can get around the different dimensions without the help of America Chavez. And if you're one of those people that are listening to this and haven't seen the movie and don't care about spoilers, then let me tell you that the stinger, the final post-credit scene is just Bruce Campbell still punching himself and then it finally ends and then he just looks at the screen and says it's over. Because when we see Bruce Campbell, it's just a bit part He's uh, giving America Chavez because she didn't pay for food because I guess she's used to not paying for food in other universes. That in under other universes is just free. And then so Doctor Strange puts some curse on the guy, where he just keeps punching himself. I think I think he said for three weeks, which seems pretty fucked up. Well, anyway, my future friends, that is it for this episode. Let me just see if there's anything left to talk about. Anything I should have? Um, you know what? It was good that they just showed a little bit of how absolutely terrifying wanda is i mean just a little bit though because remember in m-day she just said no more mutants and all mutants disappeared like all mutants lost their powers the entire world so i knew when she was fighting the illuminati and when captain carter was going up against her i was like no 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 no, she's gonna get just destroyed like how fast did she kill mr fantastic just instantaneously so the fights between the Illuminati and her were very entertaining. Okay, now I think that's it. If there's anything else you think I should have talked about, let me know, and I'll try to learn from this episode in further episodes like this. But that has been it for my Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness review. If you saw the film, tell me what you think. Remember, all of my links are in the link tree in the bio. Don't forget to check out the great friends of the show, the Somewhat Nerdy Radio podcast. We're doing fine throbbing Lisa, all great shows. Be sure to share the show, share on social media, share with word of mouth. That is how we grow here. And my future friends, I will see you on the next regular episode, which should be out Thursday. I'll see you in the future.